0: welcome back to the athlete Maestro podcast guys the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes achieve peace of mind freedom and success in sports through the athlete maestro method i'm your host Tola gloria this is episode 445 learn to take risks never give up no matter what and learn to perform under pressure one of the most consistent quarterbacks in NFL history. He's the first quarterback to win league MVP in three consecutive seasons. Today on the show, NFL great Brett Favre. (music) I know many of you might not be nfl fans you know american football is not necessarily a sport that is easy to comprehend off the back of it it's not like football where you know you get into the goal and everyone knows that you've scored they string the passes around nfl is more or less like a stop start stop start game but we've looked at aaron Rodgers in the past we've looked at tom brady in the past we looked at Peyton manning in the past we looked at emmett smith in the past and so many of all these great players to come out of the nfl you see one of those great players is Brett Favre. When you get to the small town of Kiln in Goldport Mississippi you'll most likely be welcomed by a sign that says Kiln, MS home of Brett Favre. It's only when you have attained legendary status that you get such reception and recognition in your state. Brett Favre was always multi-talented and it showed during his high school and college careers. He got a scholarship to go to college at Southern Mississippi. What makes his story more interesting? is that southern mississippi wanted fav to play defensive back remember i said that he was multi-talented but fav only had eyes for the quarterback position he didn't even mind being the seventh string quarterback as long as it meant that he got a chance it wasn't long before he became starting quarterback starting 10 games and winning six his resilience ensured that in 1990 after a near fatal accident Fav returned to the gridiron just six weeks later to lead his team to victory a year later in 1991 he was drafted in the second round by the atlanta falcons spending only one season with the team fav was traded to the green bay packers where it all changed despite a difficult start to his packers career fav settled in and between 1995 and 1997, it was virtually unplayable. In those three seasons, he won NFL MVP consecutively. 1995, the Packers, led by Favre, had their best season in 30 years. 1996 was even better. He led them to the Super Bowl title with victory over the New England Patriots. 1997, another trip to the Super Bowl, although they lost to the Denver Broncos. Favre was just a special athlete. He started 200. And 97 consecutive games for the Packers. Let me just put this in perspective, guys. The NFL, the regular season you play, I think it's 16 games. And then, of course, the playoffs, uh, I think four games uh, that's if the teams that don't get a bye. So about so in a season you're playing 2021 20, games. So to start 297 consecutive games, that is over 15 years of starting a game every single time 297 consecutive games that's how special this guy was it was selected to the Pro Bowl he was selected to the Pro Bowl 11 times at a point he held the record for passing yards passing touchdowns and quarterback wins although those records have now been broken by Brady and Manning he remains untouchable in the most consecutive start by a player in 2016 he was inducted into the Pro Bowl Hall of Fame. Today is your mentor, guys. There are three lessons that I want you to learn from Bear Fab. You, you know what? You know what still astonishes me. When I started watching uh, the NFL, and of course, I was starting to understand the sport, seeing how the sport was played. Uh, yes, it's stop start, but it's a very technical sport. You have the offensive players, you have the defensive players. And of course, you have the quarterback whose job is to lead the offense to the end zone so that they can score a touchdown. You see, one of the players that I got to study in terms of coming into the game and seeing, uh, yes, Brady was doing his thing because he had just started at that point. Anyways, but it was this guy, Brett Favre, 297. Consecutive games this guy plays, so every single time we'll start. So the first question you ask is, wasn't the guy getting injured? Oh well, he seemed to be superhuman, or at least he found a way to stay out of that zone. That's that's part of what makes him special. But there are three lessons I want you to learn. First one, guys, is that you have to learn to take risks. You have to learn to take risks. I see. I'm going to draw quick comparison. Uh, with the great michael jordan in basketball because it's something that uh, a lot of people will be able to relate with more you see michael jordan there was a quote i said he said look over the course of my career i missed over 9,000 shots Uh, yes i scored a lot more but i missed a lot of shots and he said look the reason i was able to miss those many shots was because i was taking so many shots so if i wasn't taking so many shots then i wasn't going to be making those mistakes that I was making. But guess what? You don't shoot, you don't score. It's the same thing, guys, with Brefav. Over the course of his career, he had 508 touchdowns. He also had 336 interceptions. It's the most interceptions by a quarterback. And he owes that record as well. So everybody might be saying, oh, how can you say this guy is great? But yet, he had so many interceptions. You see, the reason he was great was because he learned to take risks. And those risks are what led him to three consecutive NFL MVPs between 1995 and 1997. You see, a lot of us try to play it safe. You know, if the play is not safe, we're not going to take it. If we're not sure that we're going to get certain results, we're not going to go for it. If certain things are not spelt out the way it should be, we're not going to take that chance. We're not going to come out of our comfort zone, except we are absolutely guaranteed. And of course, that's why I get emails, you know, about ensuring and being sure that this thing will pay off it's not going to pay off then maybe i'll just sit it out maybe i won't take the opportunity maybe i won't take the chance you see if you're going to get to any level of greatness any level of achievement let's not even talk about the elites if you're going to get into the door you have to be able to take risks guys Peyton manning tom brady these guys that have now broken drew uh, brett Favre's record these are guys who took enormous risks over the course of their career. Was that the only risk that Brett Favre took? Absolutely not. Now, of course, you'd have heard in the intro that he went to Southern Mississippi. And, of course, uh, at that point, because he was so talented, you know, this was a guy who could do so many things, the team wanted him, you know, to not play quarterback. He said, look, we have six quarterbacks already on the team. We want you to play another position. But guess what Brett Favre says? He said, no, I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to take the chances on myself to beat all these other guys and get that starting quarterback spot. You see, for a lot of people that are said, oh, man, there's six people there already. I'm not going to do that. Same thing with Tom Brady when he went to Michigan. There were so many quarterbacks on the team already, but he said, don't worry, coach. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to prove to you that I'm the best quarterback for this team. Guys, you have to learn to take risks. Not every risk must be calculated. Not every risk must you know, have a predetermined outcome. You see, risk in itself is the definition of what it is in terms of you taking a chance because you just don't know what might happen and of course Wayne Gretzky said look you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take so yes you might be talking about me missing shots no problem but are you taking shots to the point where you even have that opportunity to miss a lot of people are not doing that and if you're not doing that uh, you're missing out on the chance to achieve something great in your sport, to push the envelope, and of course, to get your foot in the door at least. This was something that Brett Favre did time and time again. First lesson, guys, from Brett Favre, learn to take risks. And the number two lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from him is never give up no matter what. Never give up no matter what. You see, over the course of his career, You know, it got to the point where everyone began to uh, see Brett Favre as a superhuman guy. Now, of course, you know, after he got to college and, every you know, the buzz was there about him and everyone was talking about him and was achieving what he was achieving. You know, he had a near fatal accident and, you know, they had told him and they said, look, chances of you playing football again are very slim at best, given the kind of accident that you've had. You know, the first question on his way to the hospital that he asked his mother was, will I be able to to play football will i be able to he wasn't even concerned about his health or what exactly was going on the only thing that he wanted to know was will i be able to play football again yes of course he got the chance to play football just six weeks later got back on the gridiron led his team to victory When the Green Bay Packers were going to trade him from the Atlanta Falcons, of course, you do a medical to ensure that, you know, that athlete can play the sport and just to ensure that everything is fine. You know, he was diagnosed with some medical condition. I can't even pronounce uh, the medical condition, but it had to do with the hips. And, of course, uh, it was such a precarious position that all he needed was to have one significant injury to the hip, and it was done. It was one of these conditions where the, the bone that connects the hip or something, you know, keeps deteriorating over the years. It's not as fused as it should be and all of that. Green Bay took a chance on Brett Favre, and he said, look, we're going to take a chance on you, but what, what, what are your options? What, what do you want to do? What do you have to put on the table? And the guy says, hey, why not? I'm going to bet on myself. Every single time. So, not only did he take a risk, he did not give up. He did not give up. Even when he was drafted, guys, to the Atlanta Falcons, the coach of the Atlanta Falcons at the time said, There's no way in hell that I'm going to play Brett Favre. The only way that I'm going to play Brett Favre is if something drastic happens. You know, maybe like uh, there's a plane crash that takes out his quarterback or something. He literally just did not want him. Now, when Brett Favre was going to go to the Green Bay Packers, man, he, he could easily. I've just given up at that point to say, you know, I got drafted by a team that the coach did not want me. So what are the chances that, you know, I go to Green Bay and then I'm going to do well? Obviously, Green Bay had their own quarterback at that time. Guess what? It wasn't something that was going to keep him out of the door. It wasn't something that was going to prevent him from starting. Guys, you have to find a way to never give up, no matter what, because you see all these little things are going to come up over the course of a career if you think that you're going to come into sports and you're going to blaze the trail you know you're going to have it smooth sailing it's just going to be one of those things where everything is all great everything is all rosy and things like that, you know, you're 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 in for something different, you're in for a rude awakening. So they're gonna get pushed to the envelope so many times where you're gonna have that decision to walk away, you're going to have that decision to say, I'm not doing this anymore. Can you persevere a little further? Can you stay the course? Can you be a little more consistent in the effort that you are putting into the point where you're gonna say, I'm going to give this one more go. I'm going to try again. Now, of course, recently on previous episodes of the podcast, I did, you know, what do you do when you, it now dawns on you that your dreams won't come true? You know, what you've been chasing in sports won't come true. You know, because we always paint this picture that if you say you're not doing anything again, then it means, you know, that you have given up. It means that you're a quitter and you're a loser and things like that. And people go on and on and on, even beyond what they should actually be doing. That's not what I'm saying here. You see, what I'm saying is that while you are in the door, while you're playing your sport, while you're performing, When all these obstacles and bad times come around, is that when you talk till and is that when you run? So the slightest adversity, you don't even try to look for a solution. You don't even try to find out how you can solve the problem. First thing that you're looking for is how you can talk till and run and how you can say, I'm done with this. I'm no longer willing to put in the effort. Guys, never give up, no matter what. Most especially if that dream is something that you have. Number two lesson, guys, from Brett Favre. And the final lesson, guys, is learn to perform under pressure. Learn to perform under pressure. Now, you see, there are two reasons why pressure comes about. You know, the first reason is that you're not adequately prepared and it then dawns on you at the critical moment that, oh, wow, I didn't prepare the way that I should have prepared. That's number one. The second reason why you get pressure is that the expectation of other people are now beginning to weigh on you. So recently, we looked at the episode on Missy Franklin. And of course, you know, when she had gone to one Olympics and she had done spectacularly well, by the time she got to the next Olympics, everyone was expecting her like, you know, this girl is going to breeze the trail. This girl is going to destroy everybody. The expectations, she began to listen to what everyone was saying. The media athletes, the journalists, all those people. The pressure was intense and she absolutely flopped at that olympic game so two reasons guys why pressure would get to you number one is that he didn't prepare the way he should have number two is that the expectation of others. you see over the course of Brett Favre's career you see this was a guy who had enormous pressure on him at the point when green bay made him the starting quarterback green bay hadn't been to the 2 Bowl final in years you know so the pressure was is this guy the person that is going to take us to that final guess what not only took them to the final they won the super bowl next season made another trip to the Super Bowl although they lost to the Denver Broncos so the pressure was always there but one thing you could never ever take away from Brett Favre was the fact that he always ensured that he prepared to the best of his ability. so this was a guy who had learned to take risks so you know he wasn't someone who was going to go in there and play safe that's why he had 336 interceptions over his career. He had so many erratic plays. you know, And of course, there are people that catalog that as some of the reasons why they wouldn't rank him at certain heights. So this was a guy who learned to take away. So it wasn't about the expectation of others. If it was about the expectations of others, then he would have wanted to please people, play a safer game, pick his shots and all of those things. But he wasn't going to do that. So the next best thing that could keep the pressure on him was his failure to prepare but this was a guy who left no stone unturned in his preparations and one of the things that he said he said look it would have been easy if everyone could just turn up on saturday and then they get to play the game on sunday but guess what training is wednesday thursday friday you don't turn up wednesday thursday friday don't get to play on sunday it's as simple as that even when he was finally going to retire from the sport one of the reasons he gave as having to retire it was like i don't enjoy the training anymore so in terms of him preparing and doing everything that he could to be ready for the game he didn't really enjoy it anymore so it was a chore getting up It was a chore you know going to the gym to train and of course i was uh, watching drew Brees recently when he broke Peyton manning's uh, record for touchdown passes and you know reggie bush posted something on instagram reggie bush I was one of his former teammates at the New Orleans Saints and pushed at something where everyone had left the, the, the practice field, everyone had left the greed iron, and Drubies was there without a ball and he was doing like his mental reps was he, he, he was shuffling he was shadow boxing quote unquote uh, as you would call it right there in the facility when nobody was even on the page so you know picked up the imaginary ball barking out others imaginary orders and then making imaginary shuffles that's what makes these guys great the preparation and that's what leads to them not necessarily having pressure so if you're pressurized guys it's one of two things expectations of others are weighing on you number two is that you're not prepared as you should be, and because you are not prepared as you should be, it's now become a problem for you. Brett Favre, absolute legend in the NFL. I I still can't wrap my head around the 297 consecutive starts. That's over about 16 seasons consecutively. He started every single game. That's just that's just mind blowing. Do you know the consistency that you need to have in order to do that? Even the great Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, those guys had injuries and. Many of all these other things that ensured that they didn't have that many consecutive starts, but well, this was a guy who was able to do it breath far. Three lessons, guys: learn to take risks, never give up no matter what, and learn to perform under pressure. Learn to perform under pressure. Athlete Marshall, guys, head over to the website. So many other free resources for you there to ensure that you, you take your game to the next level. And of course doing things a little bit differently or should i say a lot more differently uh this year if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review i'd highly encourage you to do that over the course of the year i I don't know the month specifically that we're going to be starting this uh but i'm going to be starting a monthly group coaching program, you know, exclusively, more like inner circle stuff of, you know, key people who want to take their game to the next level in 2020, and of course they want to see the goals that they want to achieve achieved, uh, if we could put it that. But I don't know what the month it will start. But if this is something that you're interested in, of course I want you to be interested in it. I want you to head over to forward slash group coaching so that you can get on the waitlist when we're going to start proper. Then of course I'm going to let you guys know and I think then we're going to kick off things but pending that Get on the wait list, then also go and join the exclusive community, which is the Athlete Maestro Facebook group. So, like-minded athletes who are on this part, you can ask questions, we delve deeper into episodes of the podcast. Is there anything that you want me to discuss on the podcast? You have any questions for me? You know, you can go in there, you can support each other. So you play a similar sport with someone else, you can share whatever it is you're struggling with and things like that are. Of course, it's just the community where you can support each other. Athlete forward slash group atlepmaster.com forward slash group to join the exclusive community. Then, of course, atlepmaster.com forward slash group coaching to signify your interest in the group coaching program that will be starting. Man, we're going to take things to the next level, trust me. And, of course, it's going to be video-based. So, you're going to log in. You're going to have access to all the videos over the course of the year anyways. But it's going to be one-on-one. And, of course, it's going to be something that they're going to greatly, greatly benefit from. you have any questions, send me mail email at maestro.com. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing it's not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there you to learn all the lessons you can from breath five. I want you to go out there. I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.